It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Brett Baer. I'm Maria Bartiromo. I'm Brian Kilmeade, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Wednesday, July 19th, 2023. I'm Evan Brown. Israel's president addresses Congress, praising the U.S. and Israeli relationship and addressing the ongoing issue of some Democrats who insist the Jewish state engages in apartheid. And then you've also got a number of Democrats, some more than 40 of them, uh, that uh, almost immediately signed on to this letter criticizing Congresswoman Jayapal's comments and adding that Israel is the the most uh, inclusive and robust democracy in the entire region, in the Middle East there. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. When most look to the leader of the state of Israel, often they see its prime minister, currently the long-tenured Benjamin Netanyahu. But Israel's prime minister, while vested with the Jewish nation's executive power, is not the head of state. That falls to the president of Israel. And Israel's current and 11th president, Isaac Herzog, is visiting Washington. The role is mostly ceremonial, and the person elected is often a senior statesman charged with promoting goodwill. The president of Israel, um, Isaac Herzog, is is the head of state. It's a ceremonial position, largely, much like, uh, you know, a, a monarch, a queen or a king. Uh, or presidents in other parliamentary systems. Fox News correspondent Rich Edson is outside the White House on the North Lawn. He covered both the Israeli president's speech and his visit with President Biden, which come amid some strained relations between the two usual allies. There are U.S. concerns about Israel's governmental reforms and presence in the so-called West Bank. And Israel fears the Biden White House's pursuit of a new nuclear agreement with Iran. And the new problem Democrats have with some in their own party often overtly criticizing the Jewish state as racist in nature. And it's their job to sort of, you know, put the best face forward on, on their country, represent their country, but they're not making government decisions. They're not like a president of the United States that's in charge of the executive branch. Um, it, it, it is a very symbolic or more so of a symbolic uh, position. Fox News correspondent Rich Edson is outside the White House on the North Lawn. He covered both the Israeli president's speech and his visit with President Biden, which come amid some strained relations between the two usual allies. There are U.S. concerns about Israel's governmental reforms and presence in the so-called West Bank. And Israel fears the Biden White House's pursuit of a new nuclear agreement with Iran. And the new problem Democrats have with some in their own party often overtly criticizing the Jewish state as racist in nature. But still, when you have the head of state uh, of the state of Israel coming to the United States, coming to give an address to Congress, it's an opportunity for members of Congress in the U.S. government to evaluate what they believe uh, and what their thoughts are on Israeli policy. And certainly among Democrats, there are very deep divisions about what's going on in Israel Uh, and uh, the coalition government of Benjamin Netanyahu, who leads the actual government. He's the one, uh, and his coalition are making actual 
policy and government decisions in that country. So by extension, uh, President Herzog's visit here to the White House and to Congress um, gave an opportunity for a, a number of lawmakers and politicians, the president, uh, all the way through the U.S. government, uh, to, to weigh in on, on the status of U.S.-Israeli re relations and how, uh, even though he wasn't here, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's government has been acquitting itself. There has been, um, we'll call it maybe a bit of a headache for Democrats uh, over the past few years, namely uh, from the rhetoric of, of some of their House members known collectively as the squad. We are talking about uh, Congresswoman uh, Rashida Tlaib, Ilan Omar, uh, J Congresswoman Jayapal, who have been openly, I want to say, critical of, of the state of Israel, but at some times that, that rhetoric has gone too far. Just in the past week here, uh, Congresswoman Jayapal have, has... Uh, uh, accused Israel of being a racist state. It drew condemnation from her own party as well as Republicans, and she was sort of forced to uh, to walk those comments back. But there's a, an ongoing theme of those who uh, often lay these charges at the state of Israel that they are being stifled in their legitimate criticism, is always the term, of the state of Israel, which is the lone Jewish state in the world. Um and this was addressed by President Herzog today from uh, from the, the podium there in the House. I'd like to play you his comments and have you uh, comment afterwards. I'm not oblivious to criticism among friends, including some expressed by respected members of this House. I respect criticism, especially from friends, although one does not always have to accept it. <laughs> As you can hear, the uh, the president got a, a chuckle as well as some applause from that. And uh, I, I think those comments, even though he didn't call out anyone by name and is who were either sitting in that house or chose not to show up for his address, uh, he had certain people in mind. Yeah, he did. And and this is very much a theme that he brought here to the White House yesterday. And it's that the United States and Israel remain very strong friends, very strong allies. Uh, and like most strong allies and friends, they can have disagreements. And that's very much the characterization uh, from from his perspective and that he wanted to convey. Um, you know, it really all started over the weekend, or I guess it, it flared up again. This isn't something that's, that's new, this type of criticism. Uh, when Congresswoman Jayapal called Israel a racist state, she somewhat walked it back. Um, and then that also led to other members, uh, more progressive members, uh, the so-called squad um, in the Democratic Party, saying, uh, look, we're not going to go and attend this speech that, um, you know, they didn't use the phrasing racist state, but they used apartheid state. Um, they criticized the settlement building ongoing in the disputed West Bank, um, what they call the occupied, the occupied West Bank. And so, um, you know, these are long-standing divisions that even the, the, the White House has been critical. President Biden has called the Netanyahu government the most extreme since the 1970s in Israel, talking about the settlement building and also some of the judicial uh, changes that, that Netanyahu, the overhaul of the judiciary in that country that the White House says is, is weakening democracy in Israel. Um, so there are those criticisms, but you know, for, for many Democrats, it's a difference between calling them a racist state or an apartheid state to saying, we've got concerns uh, with what you're doing with your judiciary, and we've got concerns with the settlements that you're building in the West Bank. Um, and then you've also got a number of Democrats, some more than 40 of them, 
that uh, almost immediately signed on to this letter uh, criticizing Congresswoman Jayapal's comments and adding that Israel is the is is the most uh, inclusive and robust democracy in the entire region in the Middle East. There, so um, these are divisions that we have seen in Congress in the United States before, um, and you know you could imagine it's going to happen again now that that the White House, the President, has invited. Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, the prime minister, to the United States on an official visit. The White House says they expect it'll happen before the end of this year. We're speaking with Fox News correspondent Rich Edson at the White House on the visit of Israeli President Isaac Herzog and his address to Congress on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. We'll have more straight ahead. President Herzog was also, Rich, uh, quick to point out that President Biden has uh, commissioned a, a government uh, study or, or government uh, task force, uh, I forget the exact title of it, on anti-Semitism, uh, which uh, uh, is uh, something that I think the previous administration, the Trump administration, also addressed uh, with having a special envoy to deal with this scenario. Uh, and I think sometimes, especially here in the United States, things get a little conflated. Anti-Semitism is often thought of as hatred of Jews, uh, and some people may not fully understand that with the state of Israel being a Jewish state, it is also a hatred of a of a state. Uh, and, uh, and so, but it, it, I think it is notable that two administrations here in the United States are devoting resources to almost at a top level to dealing with these things. And it does seem to, to be uh, cross-partisan or bipartisan, however you want to, uh, to phrase that. But let, let's talk about what the, the Biden administration's goals are in, in that aspect. You know, the, the overwhelming representation from the U.S. government, from Congress, from this administration, from the previous administration, is to strongly back efforts to combat anti-Semitism. They have, in their rhetoric, um, been strongly pro-Israel. Um, when you look at the, the vote in a resolution yesterday that uh, House Republicans and a number of Democrats had called for and pushed on the House floor before uh, the President of Israel spoke yesterday, uh, it was a, a resolution in support of Israel. Um, it passed 412 to 9. So you do have, on the surface level, and, and even deeper than that, a very broad-based support, bipartisan support for the state of Israel. Where things get contentious, and the problem then becomes when you begin to talk about settlement activity, Benjamin Netanyahu's administration and some of the judicial reforms, those things, you know, that's where you begin to get more criticism of the way the Israeli government has 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 led its policy over the you know certainly under Netanyahu's the several uh, terms as as prime minister um, going back you know some few decades, but there is a division. But at the very top, um, for the most part, the the, the broad majority in Congress uh, and 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 successive administrations have been supportive of Israel. The United States gives billions of dollars a year to Israel for defense. Uh, and there, there remains a very strong partnership there. Um, but, you know, there are disagreements. And you can definitely say that the previous administration, the Trump administration, was far more supportive of Benjamin Netanyahu than this administration. Uh, one other topic that came up during uh, President Herzog's uh, remarks uh, were the, uh, uh, the issue, the pressing issue of Iran's nuclear ambitions. Uh, Iran is neither a friend of the U.S. nor to uh, Israel, nor to its neighbors, nor to other nations in the world, although it does it does make its outreach now to nations like Russia and China 
but uh, the Iran nuclear threat uh, is something that concerns perhaps Israel more than the United States, I think, based on geography and proximity. And there, I think there is concern on the Israeli side that the pursuit of a new nuclear deal by the Biden administration is incredibly trouble, troublesome. Yeah, I mean, if you remember, is it sort of that um, that moment in the previous administration um, or two previous administrations now during the Obama administration, uh, when the Obama administration had entered into secret negotiations with the Iranians and then it finally became public and, and the negotiations became public to reach what eventually became uh, the Iran nuclear agreement, um, at the time, Benjamin Netanyahu was prime minister, uh, and there was strong criticism from his government. He came, spoke to the, the House of Representatives here um, without uh, sort of a blessing from, from the Obama administration at the time. So there was a real contentious uh, relationship with Israel and, and with many of, of the Gulf states, uh, like Saudi Arabia, like the United Arab Emirates. Um, these other American allies within the region for reaching that agreement. This administration, the Biden administration, after the Trump administration left that deal, has, has been in this situation where they have been negotiating, not negotiating with the Iranians to try to re-enter the deal. The Iranians are, are sort of ready to make a deal, then walking back and have decided not to make a deal. So there's just been this very tortured process since the beginning of the Biden administration. Yet they have continued these indirect negotiations with the Iranians to try to revive this. Um, you know, most for the, for the most part, the ruling powers in, in Israel think this, this is just a fool's errand, um, and as do many of the Arab states as well. And that's another issue that going back to the days of the Biden administration, where, by the way, the current president was the vice president, um, that was a real division between the United States, Israel, and, and the U.S.'s Arab allies. All right, Rich Edson, our Fox News correspondent on the North Lawn of the White House today. Thank you so much for being with us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Thank you. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Hey, it's Clay Travis. Join me for Outkick the Show as we dive deep into a mix of topics. New episodes available Monday to Friday on your favorite podcast platform and watch directly on outkick.com forward slash watch.